Welcome to the Building Resilience Podcast, where we learn all about building resilience in ourselves and helping others build it too. We draw from the principles of positive psychology and coaching to help you face adversity and do more than just survive. We want you to thrive. We are certified life coaches and speech language pathologists, and we will help you manage your mind, your emotions, and become the very best version of yourself, version 2.0. Let's get started. This is Heather Stables and Leah Davidson, and this is the Building Resilience Podcast, Episode 17, Confidence. Today, we're going to be talking about something that I think is an area that is so important to building resilience. Have you ever been in a relationship where someone constantly criticizes you? Maybe they say you're not tall enough or thin enough or smart enough or sexy enough or pretty enough or talented. Or you're too tall or thin or (laughs) sexy or or pretty or smart or talented. It can really go both ways. (laughs) Even when you do succeed, that person doesn't acknowledge it or share your joy. And when you try to get away from that person, the critical voice gets louder because guess who that person is? You. (laughs) Our brains tell us we're not enough of something or we're too much of another thing. We feel insecure and we lack confidence. That's right. So let's face it. Our inner critic is mean. And I always, when I talk with people about the old brain, new brain, how I love my, the monkey is the old brain and the new brain is the CEO. I always talk to them about how the monkey is also the leader of the mean kids. And those mean kids, it's our inner critic. It's super mean. The things that the mean kids say are things that we say to ourselves, but we would never say them to other people. So our default brain, while it's well-intentioned, operates from a place of fear and reminds us all the time, we're not enough, we're not lovable, we're not capable, we're not worthy. And this erodes our self-confidence. That's right. And we weren't born with self-confidence, unfortunately. We're not taught self-confidence. So we really have to cultivate it for ourselves. And we want it because it's an emotion that really feels good. It energizes us, it keeps us in every area, or it helps us in every area in our life. Increasing our confidence is the solution to so many things. If we have more confidence, we deal with less perfectionism, less people-pleasing, etc. We don't worry about what other people think so much, and often relationship problems are solved with more confidence. So it is important to talk about confidence and cultivating it. You can ask yourself, if I had more confidence and knew how amazing I am, would anything still bother me? Would this still bother me? Mm, That's such a great question. So good. Now, some people misunderstand confidence. I know I totally did. So I've been on a journey to not only increase my own self-confidence, but really understanding what confidence is. So they may think that okay, I want more confidence, but I don't want to be too confident because then I'm going to be arrogant. So I want us to look at confidence on a continuum. On the one hand, if you do not have any confidence, if we're mean to ourselves, like we've just talked about, we will fall on one end of the continuum where we fall into shame. Like I'm not enough. Everyone else is better. And shame will erode us. The very part of us that believes in ourselves, that knows that we're capable of change, 
So shame is truly in opposition of confidence. It says that something is wrong with you. Now, there is nothing wrong with you. You are 100% worthy. And so confidence is not the same as self-worth. Self-worth we have just by being. There's nothing we have to do to earn it. We are 100% worthy. That's why we don't need any validation of that. We don't need our validation for self-worth because our value comes just by existing. So we do want to deal with shame because it will prevent us from being confident. So that's on one end of the spectrum. That's right. And on the other complete opposite end of the spectrum is pride and arrogance. And this is the place where you think you're better than others. And there's a lot of comparison and you feel better when you see others fail or you thrive on knowing that you are better. And this is not a great place to be either. No, because where we want to be is we want to be in between where confidence lies. Confidence is healthy, self-love, recognition of your own value and worth and the recognition of the value and worth of everybody else. So it's really embracing all of you. And when I mean all of you, it's the good, the bad, and the ugly. So confidence is not thinking you're great and awesome and incredible. Like it is thinking that, but confidence is knowing that you're great and awesome, incredible, and you're weak and lousy (laughs) and terrible. It's knowing that you are all those things and still of the same worth. And that's the part that I've always had to get my head around. I'm like, in order for me to be confident, I have to be amazing at this. I have to be good at this. I have to be perfect at this. And I would look and see, well, I've got so many flaws, so many things that I do wrong, so many weaknesses. How can I be confident? And what I'm learning how to embrace is confidence is actually knowing all those things about me, the good and the bad and still being confident that I am of worth. I'm worthy. There's Mm -hmm. no two ways about it. I am worthy. It's embracing all of it. The good, the bad, the ugly. Confidence is what we have. We are actually going to divide confidence up into two concepts. First, we're gonna talk about confidence, which is more based on our past experiences. Then we're gonna shift to self-confidence, which is more based on our future. That's right. Yeah. So there is a difference. I mean, we define it differently. This is just a way that has worked how I've learned it. And it actually works really well for me. So I wanted to share that. So confidence is what we have when we know we can do a thing, when we know we have a capability or a particular skill. So we think back to what we've done in the past or what we know how to do, and we know we can do it again. We find evidence in our past of being able to do something. So confidence is very past focused. So for example, I have confidence that I can pour a glass of water, or I have confidence that I can drive. These are all things that I can find evidence for because I've done them before. So we can feel confident because we believe we can do or be or say something because we've already done it before. Right. So if it's based on skills we've already developed, of course, when we come across a new skill that we have not developed yet, we're not going to be confident in it because it's new. We have no idea what we're doing and it's okay to not be confident. We then need to build confidence in this area. 
And the process to do this is what Dan Sullivan, a business coach, calls the four C's. You have to be committed 100%. Then you need to take courage. And with courage and commitment, then you need to develop the skills of capability. You have to learn how to do it. And then, and only then, comes the confidence. We often think that we need to be confident to try the things, but it's in doing the new things from a place of courage and commitment that we actually develop the confidence. Yeah, so it's sort of opposite. People often think, well, I don't have confidence, so I can't do something. And it's the opposite. You have to, well, do it, and then you'll develop the confidence. So confidence is really externally based, and it's past focus. Now, self-confidence is a little bit different. It's your confidence in you. It's the way you see yourself. And it's more future-based. So the belief that you can do things in the future based in the belief of who you are. So it's knowing and embracing all the parts of yourself. And that includes the parts that you like and the ones you wish you didn't have. And this could be wishing you were smarter, thinner, prettier, happier, or more outgoing, more courageous, more photogenic, whatever it is. It's actually the story that you tell yourself. Yeah, and I like to think of self-confidence as internally driven. It comes from within and confidence is externally driven. It comes from outside of you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So we think we can improve confidence by accomplishing all the external stuff. If I could just X, Y, Z, fill in the blank, lose the weight, get fitter, get the job, get the relationship, have the family, take a vacation, take a vacation sounds really good right now, by the way. (laughs) I just want to, I want to add that in. I know. But this doesn't work because external things don't create self-confidence. As I just mentioned, self-confidence comes from within. And notice when you get there, when you achieve all the stuff, the external stuff, we feel the same. Circumstances in our life do not change our feelings. Our feelings change because of our thoughts. Mm -hmm. So if you tell yourself, I'm not smart enough or I'm lazy, and then you get a promotion, it's not going to change your underlying belief about yourself. It may give you a temporary hit of dopamine, which feels good in the moment, kind of like someone offering you a compliment. They're offering you a thought you could think, like, you're so photogenic. But if you don't think that thought, if you don't believe that about yourself, if you don't believe it to be true, you're not going to, it's not going to last that thought. Mm -hmm. And you're not going to believe their thought. Because it's yeah, not your exactly, own. exactly. And we think that confidence is, is about evidence or of what we've achieved in the past. And that is a good start for sure, that we can look back and we can build on the things that we've had in the past. But what we truly believe about ourselves is the actual secret. It's the only way that we can achieve the great things are our thoughts about us. And so there's a couple of components of self-confidence. And what are they? Well, self-confidence has three main tenets. The first is your opinion of yourself. The belief that you can do something that you've never done before. For example, fight an illness, deal with a loss or a setback, write a blog, ask someone out. You may not have the knowledge or the skills or the experience yet, but that doesn't matter. Borrow the confidence. Confidence comes from within. You can just believe because self-confidence is just really the product of our thinking. 
Self-confidence is believing you're worthy and capable of what you want exactly as you are. And do you know that you don't have to do anything to be worthy? Oh, I know. And I always give the analogy. I probably overuse it now, but it really sits well with me of that $100 bill. That if we are walking along the street and we find like old, grungy, ripped up $100 bill, how much is it worth? $100. Now, if we put that $100 bill in our pocket and it goes through the wash and it comes out and it's clean, but maybe it's a little bit faded, how much is it worth? It's $100. And now if we take that $100 bill and we even rip it, or we get dirt on it, or we write all over it and deface it, how much is it worth? A hundred dollars. So I'm mouthing it in. I know. I'm mouthing it over here. This is, this is what it's worth. It doesn't matter what we do to that hundred dollar bill. That hundred dollar bill does not lose its value. That is who we are. It doesn't matter what we've done. It doesn't matter our weaknesses. It doesn't matter the mistakes we have made, we are making, we will make. None of those things matter. We are still worthy. Okay, so the second thing that makes up self-confidence is your ability to trust yourself. You will do what you say you will do and you will follow through on your plan. And I call this the picking your child up at the airport trust. (laughs) And this is basically like, if I have a child who is arriving home at the airport, And I know that I'm supposed to be the one who's picking them up. If something happens, no matter what happens, I will be at the airport. So if I get a headache, I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm not going to pick them up at the airport because I have a headache. Or if my car breaks down, I'm not going to be like, oh, too bad. I hope they figure it out. My car broke down. Or if I'm running late in a meeting, well, sorry, I can't pick them up. Like, got to be able to trust yourself. I said I'm going to do it. I know I'm going to do it. I am going to be there. My kid knows that whether I have to walk or get an Uber or ask somebody to take me there, I will be there. And that kind of trust you actually want to have for yourself. Can you trust yourself? Can you count on yourself? And this is all about your level of commitment. Can you believe that you are going to figure out anything? Like Marie Forleo says, everything is figure outable. Do you trust that in yourself? I will be able to figure out everything. Can you keep trusting yourself to keep going until you get the results that you want? So it's a pretty big piece of self-confidence. I know that if I keep going, I'm going to get there because I trust myself. I know I always follow through for myself. Okay. And number three, self-confidence is knowing that you can experience any emotion. Now, this is an interesting one. The worst thing that can happen in life is an emotion. We're always doing things to feel better in life. But if we're willing to feel some of the more negative emotions, such as shame and humiliation and fear and embarrassment and rejection, then we're naturally going to start taking more risks. We're going to do more things. And when we're willing to experience any emotion, we'll be flooded with self-confidence. So part of developing self-confidence is learning the skill of handling all emotions. So that's just a quick overview about confidence. We'll definitely devote more podcasts to it because it is such an important part of building resilience. The more confident we are, the more we build our resilience. 
Right, but before we go, we wanna give you a few ideas of things that can help you boost your confidence. Tip numero uno. Write down all of your accomplishments and start at grade one. I love this exercise, it's so much fun. (laughs) Make a big old list of everything that you've ever done. That could be a very long list, (laughs) but I think that's the point, right? Now, tip number two is get to know yourself, interview yourself, get to know your core personality, your desires, your interests, your temperament, your purpose. You want to get curious and pay attention to yourself. Like ask yourself, why are you avoiding something? What do I like? What can I understand about myself? What would my dream life look like? What do I respect, admire? What do I fear? So you want to be asking yourself all these questions. And just so you know that every Monday in our Facebook group, the Building Resilience Club, we share some journal prompts for you to write about. So if you're looking for ways to help you get started and how you can get to know yourself, just go start there. Start answering some of those questions and uncover who you are. And don't forget, we are always changing. That's a good thing. So it's never an end point. So you want to keep journaling and keep discovering. Okay, and this is our last tip. Tip number three, embrace all of the parts of yourself. This is just goes back to what Leah was saying, the good and the bad. This is where the self-compassion comes in, which will be a future podcast as well. But take a look at what your weaknesses are and then just embrace them. And you can admit, yeah, I'm good or I'm terrible at that. It's okay to be wrong. Own it. It doesn't impact your worth, your value. What it does is it builds confidence. And you can tell your brain, it's okay that I'm wrong. It's just, it's not a big deal. Don't make weaknesses mean anything about your value. And that is so key. Do the things that you're not good at to improve them. And borrow confidence from someone who believes in you if you don't have the belief yet. It's okay to not always be confident. You have to start somewhere. You gotta make mistakes. It's okay to be nervous. Don't wait or rely on other people to fill your bucket. Fill it on your own. Love yourself, value yourself, appreciate yourself, and be nice to yourself. Other people are good at loving you, and that equals that you're good at loving other people. So really, the more you love yourself, that's where your capacity to love other people comes from. And so those are a few places to start. So if confidence is something that you find your challenge with, and I'm not going to use the word that you're struggling with, although I have to say that that's the word that my brain often goes to, then you really are not alone because I think it's something that we all deal with, but it's something that we can work on. And it is actually a big area that we work on with our clients, because like I said, confidence is so tied to resilience. So if this is something that you're struggling with, challenged with, feel free to reach out. And if you want to increase your confidence, then we are happy to help you. We would love to sit down with you and have a call and find out what are some areas that we can serve you with. So make sure to reach out. You can find us on Instagram at hl.lifecoaching and our Facebook community is the Building Resilience Club. We also have a weekly newsletter that comes out or a Motivation Monday, we call it, in addition to sending you the links to our podcast. So make sure you're on our email list. We have some exciting things coming up. We're going to be doing some master classes to go a little bit deeper in some of these topics. So we want to make sure that we're connected. 
that's it for now. Remember that your worth is in being, not by doing, but we can always increase our confidence and resilience and we can help you do that together. Have a great week, everybody. Take care.